0: Hi, I'm Ian Hilton, welcome to the Sports Aid Podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to be going through week one review, week two uh, preview. We're going to run down our picks, talk about how Sue's a badass, give a fuck about the well-being of anybody, and uh, rip on the Packers a little bit. And we'll give you guys our picks for uh, week two, upsets, whatnot. But anyway, uh Uh, I'm here with Drew. Hi, Drew. And my buddy Daniel.
1: Yeah, go Pat, go! <laughs> All
0: right, well Drew's gonna be running the show, basically. I'm just, I'm just a sexy host voice. So yeah, sexy intro. <laughs> so go for it, Drew. What do we got first?
2: All right, well we're gonna lead off with uh, going over last week's picks. Uh, so I want to hear from each of you, to you uh, how many you got right, and uh, maybe talk about a game or two you got wrong that just completely blew your mind. So uh, let's let's start with Ian. I got nine
0: right, which I I feel pretty good about. It's not bad. But the one that really surprised me was the Patriots over the Bills <laughs> because I didn't expect the Bills to only lose by two points.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I recall making a crack last week when Daniel picked them uh, about them even getting on the board.
1: Yeah. E.J. Manuel, I think, played way better than anyone possibly could have played, including his parents. I mean, he was really good. Look, poised. I thought Belichick would, like, do, like, all these zone coverages and whatever wrinkle he throws at rookie QBs and just throws them off the game. But uh, he was awesome.
2: He was awesome. Yeah, he actually uh, made me start a franchise as the Bills in Madden 25. Ooh. Doing pretty well. Actual 1-0 start. Just famous 1-0. Props, you Are you straight Bills,
1: or did you, like, add, like, a receiver or, like?
2: No, straight Bills, although the first thing I did was uh, cut – uh, whoever the hell their backup is, and signed Vince Young. I also cut Kevin Cobb, who was their third <laughs> string.
1: What's so it's so this Vince Young thing, right?
2: I thought I thought he was going to be the starter, and then the first two preseason games, uh, EJ Manuel is just a thousand times better than Vince Young, so that's not happening.
1: Wow, 500 words on on Vince, and then you're upset they cut him, Packers, and you pick him up in Madden, bro.
2: Yeah, I Man mean, what well, and I, then you're disappointed. He's just. <laughs> He's just got so much upside. I mean, like he's only bro, what thirty. He could, he's, he's he's been such a winner in the past. I mean, how can you not like him for the upside?
1: He couldn't even start on your Mad Madden team. He can't play in the league anymore, bro.
2: <laughs> well, if we're gonna use Madden as a measuring stick for actual NFL qualifications, I don't know.
1: Randy Moss, baby. <sighs> Is
0: he free agent in Madden Twenty Five?
1: Yeah, and he's still nasty, man. I, I sign him uh, to my Lions. <laughs> I'm gonna like Calvin Johnson on one side or Randy Moss on the other. I'm just like streaks. Just throw it up. I don't <laughs> care.
2: Alright, so Daniel, let's uh let's do your picks.
1: <clears throat> I went eleven and five. Uh you know, owned this week. Yeah, you did. I'd say the game that shocked me the most though was the minute was the Vikings Lions matchup. I know we're gonna probably break that down a little bit, so I'm not gonna get in too in-depth about it, but I definitely did not think the Lions were as good as they were last week. They played really, really well. Especially after like Peterson broke that long one off, and they just said, "Man, no more. I respect yeah, that. that. That shit ain't going
0: down again, dude. They've locked him up. I think he had something like, uh, what was it,
1: 18 yards on 15 carries after that? Something mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, a, even this crazy stat, like, the Lions were in an eight-man front 21% of the time. And, like, the rest of the league played it 2% of the time. I think they were uh, they were just like, no AP, Christian Ponder, you know, thou shalt beat us, not. Right. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is exactly,
0: <clears throat> it. it's Christian Ponder, dude. Christian Ponder has to be one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league. I think a lot of rookie quarterbacks that started this week prove that. And, uh, uh yeah, guys- they just they just didn't have to worry about him at all.
2: Yeah, I think even guys like Ryan Tannehill are, like, even a tier above Ponder. Ponder is the worst quarterback out there, if you ask me. Worse you know than Lane
0: Do you know who I think is better than uh, Christian Ponder?
2: Who's that? Vince Young. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I, I was
1: see. like, well, didn't see that one coming off. I was ready for it. Yeah, oh, so man. Oh, That's <laughs> you weren't. How'd you do this week, Drew?
2: Uh, well, I did the same as Ian. I got I got nine. We probably didn't get the same picks, uh, but I got nine right. And the game that, well, there's two that actually really just, actually there was a bunch that, but the two that got me the most were uh, the Redskins Eagles and the Steelers Titans. Ugh. Oh. So <laughs> which one would you guys rather talk about? Because
1: well, Unless we want to put people to sleep, let's talk about Redskins Eagles, because right. that Steelers Titans game was, oh, it was horrible. I mean, we can come to it a little bit, but I don't know if we want to lead with a 16 9 game. And,
2: uh. what? I think all we really need to say about it is that the Titans suck, and they made the Steelers look awful.
1: I, 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 you know, Big Ben, in the league, you figure like if you have a top 10 quarterback, you can always find a way to get 20 points, and I definitely would put Big Ben as a top 10 quarterback. You're which, insane. What? You wouldn't in Roethlisberger as a top-ten quarterback in the NFL? Nope. No? No. Wow. That'd be fun. Okay,
0: next week Next week we'll do top-ten
1: quarterbacks. That's, That'll be a good idea.
2: That is, yeah, that's what? an excellent idea.
1: I think if we can do top-ten quarterbacks, but he's got two rings. I mean, isn't that what it's all about for quarterbacks? I mean, threw a sick pass to Santonio San Holmes to win the damn thing.
2: Did, yeah. he's, no, he's just not. But, okay, so let's talk about that Redskins-Eagles game then. Chip Kelly, holy crap! Just he had those guys hauling ass.
0: He was he he rapeless
2: burgered the uh, oh. the redskins. <laughs> 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 I mean, I guess I'm not gonna cut that, but Jesus. Oh man, I was like, how long
1: do we get into it before Ian says something we have to cut? Oh man.
2: I mean, I'm not cutting it, but yeah. We yeah. cut that. <laughs> That's yeah, that that get, the red. I've never seen the Redskins' defense so gassed. Like, <clears throat> they were, like, six minutes into the game, and so much had happened. I mean, there was, oh, my God, there was a safety. There was, like, three turnovers. There's an Alfred Morris fumble. And there was so much going on in that game. In just was, the first six minutes, it was insane.
1: I was really shocked at how, like, McCoy broke so many tackles. Like, there were, like, times he'd... It was like a one run. He like took it up the middle, bounced it outside, ran back a yard, broke two tackles, and turned it upfield. And, like, when you, you kept hearing about how Chip Kelly was going to run this really fast, progressive offense, they just, like, got up to the line really quickly and just ran the ball. Just, like, oh, real quick run. I think they ran 49 times to 25 times. It was, it was insane.
2: It was, it was a pretty even split, from what I understand, uh, run pass. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Uh, yeah. I only watched... The first half of the game, actually watching. The second half, I just kind of had on while I was making dinner and stuff. But, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty even split, and you want to talk top ten. LaShawn McCoy's got to be, like, top five running back this year. I mean. It's week one, bro. Yeah, I just
1: have to jump on you, bro. It, yeah, it's a little early start making
2: proclamations. You know, okay, but if he's going to get the ball, if he's going to get, like, 30 touches, and he, I mean, he's still a sick athlete. Like, yes, he has had a down year or two, but he is still a sick athlete. If he gets the ball that many times and the opposing defenses are constantly that tired, because I think for at least at least half the season they're going to be before they start catching on to that kind of conditioning and that kind of game speed, you, you're you going to tell me he's not going to keep breaking out runs like that? I mean, definitely.
1: I, I I just don't know if that makes him top five. I mean, we can maybe do a top five running back list next week, but, you know, if everything works out, you know, optimally for the Eagles, yeah, he'll be a top five running back. But you can tell a lot of teams, like, hey, you know, if they keep throwing it, this guy would be a top five quarterback. So, I mean, I mean, I can make the argument against, but I can understand the argument for, definitely. But I wouldn't put uh, him in the top Switzerland five. Switzerland
0: over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. All right. What about you? Is LaShawn McCoy a top five running back, uh, Ian? Um. No, there we go. I win. Next, All
2: but right. maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Did so I say that? About...
2: All right, oh. let's let's get to a game that I know you guys want to talk about. Let's get to the Packers Forty ers game. Real quick,
1: before, real quick, before we bag on your uh, pack, the uh, Eagles threw the ball twenty five times and they ran at forty nine. Okay. Oh. Okay. Wow. Holy biscuits! Yeah. Yeah. They. <clears throat> So pack niners, eh?
2: Yeah, yeah. That that game was a little rough. Um, okay, but,
1: Drew,
0: we'll let you start, buddy. Just tell us how you feel <laughs> about it. Give a whole, <laughs> just a little whole spiel on on what's going through your head while you're watching this game.
2: Uh, I feel like <clears throat> Dom Capers is going to drive me absolutely insane. Um, they, <laughs> according to post game press conferences, about like r- like right after halftime, they started. Uh, designing their coverages to double cover Anquan Bolden. Uh, but <laughs> I would never have known that if he didn't say it in a press conference. Um, because if if they actually were trying to do that, then they have the worst communication in the league because nobody told the corners or the safeties that. Like, nobody. <coughs> oh, he had, what, like 200 yards? 244 yards. 16 for 244. Oh, no. shit. Wow. That's not that's, him. That's, that's, like, so, wow. that's every receiver against him. Okay, still, 13 for 208. Yeah. Yeah, I so,
1: mean, is not, that's not even his game, you know. He's not even, like, a downfield threat. He's not a big play <laughs> receiver, like, ever. Like, even back in, like, Arizona, he was always kind of, like, possession, break a tackle, maybe take a slant to the house once in a while. But he's definitely not a almost 20-yard-per-catch receiver. I think the thing I took from that game was how, like, Harbaugh and the Niners kind of, like, out game planned the Packers. If you look what they did, they didn't run that read option, like, barely at all. So Kaepernick's just dropping back and just like, I'm going to pick you guys apart with, you know, just with my arm. And uh, Harbaugh the whole week was even talking about uh kind of planted the seed about the read option, and I think the Pack over-prepared for it, and they weren't ready for what uh San Francisco actually came out with.
2: I would agree with that, and I would say that um – um like, I saw this coming. I saw them talking up the read option, complaining, like when Harbaugh was complaining about the read option rules and hitting quarterbacks. I saw that as them just playing it up, and they're not really going to do it that much because I'm not, like, the biggest Kaepernick fan, but I do think he's very talented, and I think he is talented beyond just his legs. Obviously, he put up, like, over 400 yards this week. Um, he he can throw the ball, and you're right. I think that that was a big, big part of the plan and a big part of, why the Packers looked so terrible against them is they were just not ready for that. I don't think their secondary is this bad. I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're this bad.
1: I still like how you guys play. It's like turnover or nothing. It's like you guys can't get a stop. It's like, you know, three and outs aren't bad either, Dom Capers. You know, you can get the ball back without getting a pick or a fumble once in a while. What the hell?
2: Yeah, I I mean, I've been a, a big Dom Capers supporter the whole time he's been here. But uh, well. it's, it's starting to wear off because it's not working anymore.
1: I'm just waiting for Ian. He's like, I think he's like over there, is like creating anarchy. I'm thinking spit at your fingers.
0: I'm thinking real hard on what I want to say, and uh, I think happen. the Packers. I think the Packers are going to go zero sixteen this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing my my pick on that cause you're backing off your three thirteen. Yes, their, their defense. <laughs> I'm taking the dive, saying they're going zero and sixteen this year. Their defense is. It's, I mean, uh, it's the word. It's the Jaguars could beat their defense if the Jaguars defense was playing offense. Like that's how bad the Packers wow. defense.
2: Now that no, I don't think that's true. Yeah. no, I yeah. I don't think this game was indicative at all of uh, what Green Bay is going to look like for the rest of the season. It, I mean, the first game for the Packers never is like even if they play well, they never look like that the rest of the season. They're always they're always a late late-blooming team, but I mean, hell, if Washington plays like they did uh, this last week, Green Bay is going to look pretty good next week, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see how they look after, like, week five, and I'll reevaluate my uh, my 13-3. I have a feeling that's going to go down a little bit. But The they're...
1: Packers shan't make the playoffs. Blasphemy! You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Blastomy. They will not make the playoffs. I, I heard a wise man once say the key to the NFL is realizing you made a mistake and correcting it. And I picked a pack to win that division and to go to the playoffs, but I'm just I'm not convinced that that defense can stop anybody. And like, is, are they gonna stop Calvin Johnson, Reggie Bush? Like, well, you play play. Johnson. No. well, are you gonna stop Brandon Marshall and Alshon? Well, maybe not Alshon Jeffrey, you know. But are you gonna stop Adrian Peterson? I don't know. I just feel like
2: oh, they will stop Adrian was, Peterson.
1: They oh, did that just... last year, right?
2: Oh no. Okay did you did you watch <laughs> the the Packers? <laughs> Uh, 49ers game? Uh, watch the first half. Their run defense was pretty damn good. The only time it started to struggle was towards the end when they realized it doesn't matter if we give up an 8-yard run. We cannot keep giving up a 20-yard pass. So they stopped stacking the box. They started dropping more guys back into coverage and started giving up 5, 6-yard runs for Gore. Otherwise, they they had Gore in a couple of designed and scrambles that uh, Kaepernick had. They stuffed... The shit out of them. It they had a really good run defense. That's that's really like the only silver lining you can take out of out of their defense that game is that a they're not going to be that bad and b their run defense was pretty good. I mean, but a good run
0: defense alone is not going to win you any games in this league, dude. Not anymore. You could have way. you could have the but best quarterback. You can your quarterback could be uh, Joe Namaths, uh Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. Come baby. And he's still not going to be able to lead a team to victory with a,
1: a secretary as terrible as that is. Why not? Uh, Drew
2: Brees does it every year.
1: He, he got does. his one championship though, like and and I like this. I think the Saints' offense is more diverse than the Packers' offense.
2: Wait, did I just call Drew Brees their cum baby? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take that back. If so, but no, I mean. Again, there's, ah, the defense is not going to be that bad. I think they were just completely unprepared for what was coming. And if anything, Dom Capers is not going to let that happen again um, because he'll either get fired or he just won't let it happen again. But, <laughs> All, right, well, <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: well, the Packers. Lions, we, baby.
2: Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah let's, talk about the, uh, let's talk about the Lions game then.
0: Yeah, let's get into it. The Lions uh, started off really bad. No, Ian. Like
2: may, may I ask you a question?
0: How did you oh, enjoy okay. this game? Uh, well, Daniel, let me enlighten you. <clears throat> I I thoroughly enjoyed this game. Oh. After about after after the first quarter, it, I, I I I enjoyed listening to it on ninety seven. <laughs> won the ticket out of Detroit, and uh, you know the Sue. Soon...
2: <sighs> <laughs> There's that heavy sigh.
0: I mean, I like the guy. He's, he's one of the, I got in an argument with a guy on Reddit today. I know. I lead a very exciting life. <laughs> and, uh, he was complaining how Sue is just a, an idiot. I said, look man, he plays old school football. Nobody likes that. You know, and, you know, the, he gets all this negative press. And nobody highlights the fact that he is one of the most charitable athletes. Not just oh, football. Don't, players, don't
2: go
1: there. Don't go there. Okay, I went there. Hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. I didn't realize old school football meant stomping on everybody that you could find.
1: Okay. How you many said times did Jared- Dick Butkiss fucking stomped on a guy? That's old I school said football. That's a lot. I agree. But Jared Allen said the best after the game. He said, we're a fraternity. Like you should be, we should look out for each other. Like, we shouldn't be trying to maim an injured guy's career. And that's what he's doing. Like he's, like, he's, like, way above and beyond what needs to happen. Like, c- cutting a guy 20 yards behind the play is just – Yeah, just, you could – It makes my stomach turn, man. There's just no need for that to ever happen in the game at a, all.
2: There's a huge difference between, like, playing with passion and heart and playing the way Sue plays. <laughs>
1: But he's dirty. Like he's just—he's just a dirty football player. Maybe back in the day when they had like leather helmets, that was fine. But the league has done a lot to kind of curb that kind of behavior. And he's just—and he's not—he's not getting it. And like when is Schwartz and Matt Millen gonna sit him down and hey. kind of oh, stop?
2: <laughs> Martin, <laughs> make you.
1: <laughs> that was an inside joke. I, I just took a shot at every line fan with the Matt Millen comment. Uh.
2: I remember, like even as a Packers fan, I was I incredulous and could not believe that Matt Millen was around as long as he was.
1: Wait, you didn't like Carlos Rogers? What? Ugh.
0: <laughs> okay, let me, I want to I want to jump in here for uh, on Sue again. Huh? But the problem is, it, I mean, it does come back to the coaches, and I like the shit of uh, of out of the coding coaching staff of the Lions. Like I like Scott Linehan, Gunther Cunningham, and uh, <clears throat> Jim Schwartz. Back you know, I feel like they're, they're really good coaches. They game plan really well, and you know they've brought in a lot of good talent um, to try and make this a winning football team. But the fact of the matter is, is when your players are doing shit like that, the the coaches have to come down and discipline them too. Mm. Like if league, the league fined him a hundred thousand dollars and he's appealing, which I understand that's pretty expensive. It's I think it I read somewhere that it was the heftiest fine for uh incident that took place on the field. Yep. And, uh, but if he wins that appeal, even if he gets it reduced, I think Jim Schwartz would have to bench him for a game. Even though he said that he didn't try to go for the, the knee, he was trying to go for the waist and just caught him a little low. He apologized. Uh, John Sullivan, the center that he took out, uh, accepted his apology, said, it's cool, man. And, uh, I know, I mean, that doesn't really mean much to a lot of people, because he's still going to be labeled as a dirty player. And I, I mean, I understand where people would get that, but as a Lions fan, I don't know if it's because I'm a Lions fan or not, but I, I you know, I would hate him if he were on another team. Like, but since he's a Lion, I'm just like, fuck, he's trying to change the image of Detroit. Like, we've been pushed around for the last 15 years or so, and he's finally like, look, fuck all that shit. If you guys want to come into our house and try and treat us like garbage, it's not—it's it, not going to go down that way.
1: But let me ask you a question: like after a great win, like a a dominating win against a team that a lot of people thought were going to come in there, and put the beat the brakes off you. No one's talking about the the like the overall game the team played. Everyone's focusing on Sue. You know, it's kind of like he's trying to change the culture, but he's becoming a distraction, you know, maybe the first couple of times, but this is his sixth fine. Like, you know, it's like, it's it's just time to take it down a notch, man. That's all I'm saying.
2: And not only is it a huge fine, but it it affects, like, the team's uh, financial consequences. I mean, like, the team now gets uh, $50,000 counted against them, and – the team will have to start like paying the league if that amount goes if the total team amount goes over 105,000. So they oh, they're, they're already that. they're already halfway there.
1: Hmm. That's knowledge.
2: Yeah, then Detroit the the, well, the not the city, but the team the Lions would have to pay the NFL $50,000 for its players breaking being fined so much, breaking so many rules. I mean, it's gonna happen
0: again. Drew or uh <clears throat> Sue, not Drew. <laughs> Sue, Sue is gonna get fined again this season. I know it. <clears throat> I don't know how much it'll be for, but he's gonna break some rule and he will get fined again. I, you know, I was I was flabbergasted when he got the C on his jersey. I couldn't believe it.
2: I mean, I, I can, but it, it, I mean, for the reasons you said. Really? Like, yeah, for the reasons that Ian said. Like he is trying to change the the culture in detroit the image of detroit and so i feel like all the detroit players will look up to that and that's fine they that they should look not, up no no it's
0: not no it's not dude because they're going to start diving at people's needs that's a horrible leader to follow no no no. he's a great that's, excellent football player dude but that's not a good image that's, to set.
2: that's not what i said what i said was uh, they can get behind the fact that he's trying to change the culture but they should not get behind the way he's doing it you you can play hard like i said you can play passionately you can play with fire without stomping on Evan Dietrich Smith or without low-blocking somebody. Like, why did he have to low-block that guy? Why couldn't you have just locked him up?
0: He didn't have to do anything. That guy was not going to catch DeAndre Levy.
2: Well, that, too. <laughs> that but right. even if you really feel you need to, like, contribute on the play, you need to play hard until the whistle, that's fine. If you want to try and throw a block 20 yards away from the play, even though it's moving farther away, that's fine. Throw a legit block. Don't dive at somebody's legs. Get in his way, the way linemen do.
1: Mm. I think, I th- you know, I think... We've made our points on this. I, I, to be honest, I'm just so tired of the guy. I'm dominating the headlines. You know, let's talk a little about that Lions game. Like that team really played well. I was I was really impressed. I mean, Calvin didn't have a Calvin game, and they still handily beat the Vikings. You know, I, let's let's give a little credit to Stafford and the Well, let's you know, t- for, let's,
2: yeah. let's talk about uh, Calvin Johnson for a second and how he should have had uh, at least one more touchdown.
0: Well he didn't have any touchdowns but that I mean that's what I mean <clears throat> you look at the Victor Cruz touchdown and you oh. look at the Calvin Johnson no touchdown and you think what the fuck is the difference I mean like, really aside from one. aside from Calvin Johnson getting both feet down which constitutes that he had possession of the catch diving across the goal line from outside the end zone and then the ball coming out after it was 2 yards into the end zone Victor Cruz up in the air, falling down, ball lands first and pops out, you know. Like, how is that a touchdown? And Calvin Johnson, possession, football move, diving into the end zone, crossing the plane, ball bounces out after crossing the plane, ground can't cause a fumble. How is that not a touchdown?
2: I completely agree. That, when I I, I got to see the first quarter of that game, I was on my lunch at work and I watched it on my phone. And, That was, like, when I saw it, I thought, oh, shit, yeah, that's a touchdown. It's a hell of a touchdown. And then I saw that it was going to review, and I thought, well, why? That is a touchdown. And then they called it back, and I thought, that's insane. That's a touchdown. I just, I just, I do not understand. If they're going to call Victor Cruz's a touchdown, if they're going to call that a football move, how is Calvin Johnson's not a football move?
1: The catch rule in the NFL has always been, like, a gray area. I feel like didn't like Calvin have like a touchdown a couple of years ago against the Bears that
0: Yeah was called back. That's why they
1: that's why they call it the Calvin rule. And then he had
0: one last year too. He's been gotten three times by his own fucking rule, dude, and it's starting to get on my nerve. it gets on my my nerves more than Sue gets on my nerves, dude. It bothers <laughs> the
1: shit out of me. Oh man, I my bad, go ahead, Drew.
2: Oh no, I just I mean that's that's rough for Calvin Johnson. Uh let's you guys want to talk a little bit about their run game there because that was looking pretty good for the first time in a long time. Yeah, uh, Danny,
0: you could take this one. You didn't really get much to say on the last one. Go for it. Uh, no,
1: I, I was just, uh, <clears throat> I was just really impressed with Reggie Bush. Like he did everything. Like the dude did. He like got twenty carries. Got a, what a hundred yards receiving almost. Now, he did get a hundred yards receiving. Ah, uh, he's just so dangerous. Uh, and you.
2: Oh no! Sorry, uh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh, he's just so dangerous. You can line him up anywhere on the field, and the defense has to account for him. It's too fast for linebackers, cliche, you know. But uh he's just, he brings a whole dynamic to that team to where, like, you have to watch Calvin. Now you have to keep an, uh, a guy and a half on Bush. And Stafford just, he, Calvin was like the fifth leading receiver on the team, and they dominated the team. I mean, as a Lion fan, like that must give you a chub to be like, "Wow, this is what we can do when Calvin's not on his game. Imagine when he's like yeah. on a six catch, one fifty, two tuggy mm-hmm. tuggy yeah. I'm I were I just really I'm just really impressed. I was really impressed by them. I was yeah. really impressed. I gave him nine seven, but they could win ten games easily. Easily like, you easy. hit
0: you hit the nail on the head when you said, like, Reggie Bush changes the whole dynamic of that offense. Mm-hmm. And now they have a solid offensive line, too, that can block for him. Do you see the holes him and Joyke Bell had that oh game? Oh, my yeah.
2: God. Like, yeah. Drive a semi through those. Seriously, Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like, <clears throat> and they were cheering for him, too. Like, the whole crowd was like, Reggie, Reggie. You haven't heard that shit since Barry Sanders was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good feeling to know that we have like a, a a back. If he can stay healthy, you know that he'll be reliable every week. Take pressure off of Calvin and the other receivers, and in turn, those other receivers when they start getting busy are going to take pressure off of him, and he'll be able to pound
1: the rock for 150 yards in a game or so. Like he was so catching cons- and and running. Oh, he was so consistent. Like there wasn't like a 40 a yard run for like half of his yards. You know, he like I think his longest run was like. Fifteen yeah, yards, maybe 12. Twelve. 12 I knew it wasn't a long one. It's like consistent, you know, almost like image Smith and the Cowboys back in the day. It's like four, five, six, you know, just those are like sometimes those are more deflating than that one forty yarder a guy can bust off. Like ah, right, he's got that one forty yarder. We'll hold him. Every time a guy's getting a rock, he's getting four to six on you. That just that just brings down the defense. And Minnesota has a really good defense. uh... So like I said, it's just. And, uh, Matthew Stafford,
0: Calvin Johnson, and, uh, Reggie Bush fucking turned that defense inside out. Jared Allen was working on a second year, uh, guard, or, uh, tackle. Wait, which one plays the outside? Is that tackle? Tackle. tackle. Oh. Yeah, tackle. Yeah. So, Riley Reef is a second year tackle, and he was working on Jared Allen, one of the best, uh, ends, defensive ends in the game right now, and he, I think Jared Allen had one pass defense and, uh, hit the quarterback once, but that's, that's all he did. He, I think maybe he had one tackle as well, but that's all he had. And Riley Reap did a really good job. Uh, I mean, I'm really, I feel really good about Detroit's offense after that game, <clears throat> but you know, they had a lot of momentum too, because the Vikings are a really bad team
2: offensively. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I mean, we've, we've said what we've said about Christian Ponder. I think everybody kind of knows how we feel about him. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's actually two other guys I want to talk about in this game. And the first is Joyke Bell, because he had a hell of a game, too. Um, I mean, yeah, only six totally. rushes for 25 yards, but he looked good on every rush. And he also had 67 yards receiving. I mean, okay, hold on a second.
0: It doesn't really look like so bad of a draft pick, now, does it, Drew? I remember everybody started talking shit right after I took Joique Bell in like with the tenth <laughs> round or something like that. Yeah, I thought
2: like, it was reaching wait, a little wait. bit. For well, I just wasn't sure how much they could use Bush and Bell, and still get the ball to Calvin Johnson. And I'll admit it, I was wrong. They this game showed me they have plenty of snaps, plenty of. Attempts to spread the ball around, and they've got three big weapons for it, and then they've got guys like Nate Burleson, who isn't a huge target or an amazing athlete, but he's a great consistent player who is who has been there for him for years. And this offense scared me last year, and they scare me more this year.
1: Hey, uh, I just want to ask a question. Like, I didn't see much of the game, but did uh, did Reggie split out wide at all? Did he ever like line up as a receiver?
2: Uh, you'd, like have to this, ask, uh, you'd have to ask me.
0: <clears throat> I didn't I didn't watch the game like I said I listened to it on uh, oh, yeah, listened, yeah. 97.1 The Ticket out of Detroit. And uh so I didn't really get I didn't get to watch it. I just listened to it.
1: Yeah, I just cuz I just remember how the Saints would use them. They'd kind of like line them up as like a slot receiver yeah. and then put like a, a another back in the backfield who could catch or run as well. But Well, I did see
0: um, I did see um that they did they did a reverse play where Reggie uh, might have been, it was a fake reverse. He might have been split out wide. He came mm-hmm. in, and it was a fake double reverse, and then a screen pass to Joy Bell. So they had him split out wide, and then Joy Bell in the backfield.
2: That is just some crazy play, calling right there.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Who's that other think? guy, Drew? Who's the other guy you want to talk uh,
2: about? Well, actually, um, it's Brandon Pettigrew, but I do want to say one more thing about Reggie Bush uh, that I just noticed. Yeah, he had 101 yards receiving, but seventy seven yards was from one play. So that could be kind of a fluke. but I think with Reggie Bush that's nothing to worry about because like you said, they can line him up in the slob, they can throw him to him out of the backfield. He's gonna find a way to get yards, whether it's on the ground or in the air. He'll do it. But that's I mean three that means the
1: other three catches were for twenty three yards I and mean, that's that's still pretty good, you know. Yeah, possession okay. receiver.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um Bush. so yeah, the last guy I wanted to talk about was Brandon Pettigrew who only went uh two for six on four targets uh kind of an underwhelming game for him. He had a fumble too. Uh yeah. is that where you at Olliean? Uh
0: I I have never been a Brandon Pettigrew supporter. Uh I don't like the way his head is shaped. <laughs> uh, it's funny. <laughs> and I just I don't like him. He's never impressed he's a good run blocker and a good pass blocker, but he can. you have to be able to do everything to play tight end and he cannot catch and hold onto the ball consistently to save his fucking
1: life. It's It's crazy, because in like Oklahoma State, he was really good at pass catching. Like that was his calling card at Oklahoma State. I don't even watch college football, but I was living in Oklahoma at the time, and he was, he was. I mean, they could not stay with him one on one at all, and everyone was so excited for Pettigrew to play in Detroit. But like you said, he hasn't really prospered yet, and inconsistent, and I don't know. Maybe the Ben and Pettigrew era is coming to an end. Hopefully for.
2: Was I, yeah, hopefully. God damn. yeah, I have but, I have consistently taken Pettigrew uh, like late in fantasy football and been very happy with the production I get out of him for where I get him. His value has been pretty good. But uh kind of glad I didn't touch him with a 10-foot pole this year because it's, it's looking like there's just too many other targets, and if he's not going to be reliable, uh, there's just no reason to go to him.
0: Yeah, you'd be better off picking up like uh, Tony Scheffler because... I mean, Tony Scheffler, he's he's not fast, you know. He's not he's not as good of a blocker as Predigrew is, but he can fucking hold on to the ball. He can catch the ball, you know. And he has some of the best touchdown celebrations ever. are amazing. <laughs> and then we got this young guy, undrafted free agent out of uh, UCLA, I believe, uh, Joseph Foria, and... uh he caught two balls or three, uh, one for a touchdown. And, uh, he's six foot seven, probably weighs 800 pounds or something like that. He's Yeah, I was close. He's a big, and, strong uh, guy. He, he big, strong, he big, strong guy. And he caught a touchdown. And he, I think he, I also believe he's a rookie.
2: Um, I. Or maybe
0: second year. I can't but, tell. Alright. Like enough, yeah. enough of these lions. Alright. Enough <laughs> of the fucking lions. Yeah. Let's talk about the Cowboys for a second.
2: Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's talk about the I think we're talk about Cowboys
1: someone else. let to talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, the, the Cowboys, man, it, it, it's exactly what they are. You know, they look good. And you're like, wow, the defense is playing well. And we're kind of moving the ball up and down the field. When you look up, you're like, you only have 10. And like, you've got like five turnovers. And it's just like, why aren't we destroying this team? And then you just... Eli gets the ball, and he's about to come down the uh, the field, and I'm just sitting there at a bus stop in, uh, I think, Raleigh, North Carolina, just waiting for them to score a touchdown. Uh, I guess you can't get too excited about the Cowboys. One of the things that really, really, the one thing I took away from the game was, like, Romo and his checkdowns. I mean, he threw the ball. I think, over 40 times and didn't have 300 yards. I think, like, 260 yards.
2: He threw the ball 49 times. I was going to bring that up. That That is a lot.
1: Well, it, it, The Cowboys always chuck it. They were the worst run team last year. But, I mean, you throw the ball 49 times. And <coughs> 263 Murray. yards. You can't give DeMarco Murray the ball more than 25 times or you're <laughs> going to break.
2: I mean, he but only like, got the ball 20 times. And he actually did all right in this game, but... Yeah, I just had to take a shot at at the the Cowboys' run game.
1: Please do. Maybe <laughs> maybe Jason Garrett's listening and they're like, give a like put a second back in who can actually do something. So like Philip Tanner getting a carry and two Romo, yards. yeah, two yards wherever the hell he had. But I mean, I heard everything about our defense and our defense was kind of poking the chest out and like Manning lit us up, you know, like lit us up for 450 yards, four touchdowns. Couldn't guard Cruz, couldn't guard Knicks. I
2: don't know. I mean... You had two uh, interceptions. One of them was a pretty long return.
1: I mean, I, I'm i not a guy that believes in turnovers or nothing. You know, it's like, let's let's get a stop. Let's like, get a three and out. Like, why do I have to watch the Giants go down the field all day and hope to get an interception? Because that's exactly what happened. I mean, if the Giants... I don't know I mean, you say it, but if they don't turn the ball over six times, they might have put 50 on the Cowboys.
2: Well, I mean, that that's kind of my point is... Um... I mean, Eli Manning's a good quarterback. I mean, I know a lot of people don't really agree with me, especially in the fantasy world, but he he is a good quarterback, and I feel like the you know the Cowboys didn't do that badly against Eli Manning. If they had done if they had done this playing Brandon Brandon Whedon, uh, you you should be ashamed. But you know, I don't think it was that bad against uh, Victor Cruz's magic touchdowns and Eli Manning. I, I
1: it's just a little disconcerting when you have the. I'm looking at the stats right now because I I wrote down notes on the game. And the Cowboys hit the ball 37 minutes. The Giants had it 22 minutes and 50 seconds, and they had 478 yards. Like, that that is ridiculous. Our secondary was getting gashed with miscommunications. I feel like the Giants beat themselves. I I didn't come away from this game saying, "Wow, the Cowboys! We really finally showed these Giants they can't beat us down here." I feel like the Giants just shot themselves on the foot. Eli doesn't throw a, a Randy Johnson fastball at the shoulder of that running back. I mean, I think he turns that up field, gets about ten, twelve, and here come here come the Giants, and all the pressures on the Cowboys again to not choke it away. At least you won the bet. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> One well, of my boys isn't trying to pay up, but you know, it's like it's ten bucks, bro. Come
2: on. <laughs> All right, so then let's let's. I mean, did you guys still want to talk about the Steelers? Because I know we had we had talked about that in the rundown. But if you feel like there's yeah. nothing to say, we can move on here. So I'm, I already, guessing,
1: I'm guessing neither one of you watched the Dallas game. Is that is that correct, sir? <laughs> that is correct, sir. No.
2: As, yes. as previously stated, I was uh, working during the day, and then when I got home, just didn't want to watch it too much.
1: We just did 20 minutes on the Lions, and <laughs> <laughs> we all had something to say. I get to the Cowboys game, it's like, oh, yeah.
2: Hey man, for the Steelers, huh? Hey man, I talked. I mean, it was about Eli Manning, but I talked. Nah, it's cool.
1: I'm just, I'm just, I just knew you guys hadn't watched the game. It's just Ian. Ian was silent as hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I,
0: I, well, see, I told Drew beforehand, like I was gonna open with Tony Romo looks like a, but we couldn't do it yes. because we'd have to cut it. So
1: I don't, that's your, I just have jokes, dude. I don't have any analysis. It's just, just jokes. <laughs> so people listening to this podcast are hear me bitch about the Cowboys during a victory and then you just hear <laughs> them all the time. It's like a lion's, all, like a lot, in Detroit, they're gonna love our podcast. Like, <laughs> oh my god This is the best podcast ever. Wow. Oh, 20 minutes from Reggie Bush in the back of running back? Oh man. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, okay. I got a little bit of analysis from the game. All right. Uh, I've come to the realization that Eli Manning looks like he was beaten with a snow shovel. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not <just> analysis. That's, <laughs> that's still just jokes.
1: I analyze. <laughs> hey, oh, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> <laughs> was the handle used on Peyton? Like, dude. <laughs>
2: this...
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> uh. Alright. Yeah, yeah, next topic. Talk, yeah, let's let's move on to our week two picks here. Uh, pum, pum. uh yeah. So thanks to uh Daniel for all of our theme music.
1: <laughs> I freaked out that that's all me. That's, that's all me. Yeah, no computers here. This is this is just
0: straight from the vocal cords. That was my mouth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere, but I'm just gonna let it go. Alright, let's let's start off here. Uh with the Thursday night game. Uh we've got the Jets at the Patriots, Ian. Patriots I
1: you know, I really want to pick the Jets. I really do. I mean, I think Amadella's out is that his name? Uh Vereen broke his hand. Yeah. I mean, the Jets can still play defense at Tampa Bay, but I just can't see Geno Smith going on the road and beating anybody. So I'm going to New England as well.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to sweep that because uh I think the Jets had a much better showing than I thought last week, but they're still not ready to beat New England, even this late old age, and I don't mean old ages in the players are old, but I mean like this dynasty is getting pretty old and it's it's going to end soon. Uh they're just they, they can't do this.
1: Tom Brady is immortal.
2: No, well, maybe, but the Patriots aren't. Respect. All right, so uh next up, uh we got the Rams at the Falcons, Ian I got,
0: I got the, I got uh, Falcons.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was that coughing so you could try to decide who to pick?
0: Uh, I'm on my
1: fourth beer right now, you guys. Just give me a fucking break, would you? Okay. I'm going Falcons. Uh, I like the bounce back. They, you know, home opener. Rams pull out on the close ones, but uh, they're better than I thought they were. But I, I like the Falcons as well.
2: Yeah, I think the Rams are better than I thought they were, but they're, I still don't think they're good enough to beat the Falcons, especially at home. Have you guys ever been to the Georgia Dome? No. No. I saw a Bucks game there like two years ago, and it was absolutely insane. It wasn't even like a playoff game, and you would have thought it was like the Super Bowl. It was The fans there are crazy. You said a Bucks game. Did you mean a Falcons game? <laughs> no, I mean a Bucks falcons game. The Bucs came to play the Falcons. Oh, good. Okay sorry fourth beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i am taking the falcons there as well uh next up panthers at bills
0: uh i'm going to i'm going to go with buffalo again i you know they they almost shocked the world uh on sunday so i think this if they win this game it looks like it's pretty even split here on the espn pick but uh if they split the, like if they win this then you know, i feel like the Carolina Panthers are in trouble.
1: Yeah, I definitely. I'm going with Carolina because of what you just said. In I mean, if they lose this game, I mean, you're zero two. You lost to the Bills. Uh-huh. Like the head coach is, at, is on notice at this point. So I think Carolina plays a desperate game, and uh, I think they find out a way find a way to win it.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Carolina too. Um, I mean, Newton really struggled last, last this last week, but I think. He's going to do a lot better this week, especially against. I mean, the Bills. They yeah. People
1: struggle against the Seahawks, Drew. That that team is pretty disgusting in the secondary.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the Bills team. are pretty good too, but defense-wise. Uh, but <laughs> I still think I still think Carolina. They're going to step it up. They've they don't want to be the team they've been for the last couple of years. They want to really run it. So I think they're going to they're going to run over the Bills. Sorry, EJ Manuel. Uh, next up, we got the Vikings at the Bears.
0: Uh duh,
2: Minnesota Vikings, just kidding, the Bears. Yep, that was that was definitely a four beer joke. Um,
0: <laughs> that was, I've been planning
1: that for like three picks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh bears. The bears. Uh I I mean, just gonna put eight in a box like okay, everyone else and say Christian Ponder, go ahead. I think Greg Jennings regrets going to uh Minnesota yet?
2: Oh, I think he regretted it immediately, and he just panicked and started talking about being brainwashed. I think that's where that came from. Yeah, wasn't it? he took some shots at A.
1: Rod on the way out. It's like,
2: yeah, it. I, I wanted to like the guy, and when he was in Green Bay, I I wasn't exactly a fan, but you know, I didn't not like him. I didn't like who he was, but I liked that he produced for the team when he did. But after all this going to the Vikings. I mean, going to the Vikings in and of itself kind of upsets me. But then all this brainwash talk and taking shots at A Rod and I love that we both call him that, by the way, because everybody else gives me shit about it. But
1: Let's take it away from Alex.
2: Yeah, well, I, exactly. He's a much better A Rod than Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, I, so.
1: exactly. And I'm a Yankee fan. Let the world know that, just oh. in case.
2: I'm
1: <sighs> uh. from New York. Like, who? I'm not gonna be a Met fan. My, you're my from New York, but
2: you say Bears like you're from Boston.
1: Don't judge me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, yeah, uh, in this game, I am also going to take the Bears because I think uh, Brandon Marshall is just going to decimate the Vikings' defense, and I think that Christian Ponder is going to just get torn apart by the Bears' defense. Uh, So next up, we got Browns at Ravens.
0: I find it, like, really hard to pick against the defending Super Bowl champions uh, against the Browns, so I'm going to go with Baltimore on
1: this one. Uh, old Cleveland Browns versus new Cleveland Browns. People forget the Ravens used to be the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Thanks, old man, for the history. <laughs> 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 and sure full Stadium off Lake Erie. Uh, <laughs> were,
2: were you there? Once. Once. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, were, were you there when they stopped being the Browns?
1: Like alive? I think yeah, they're all alive in '96.
2: It's like '96. No, but I mean, were you physically there?
1: No, I would never go to Cleveland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: the joke I was looking for, thank you.
1: Oh sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh I wanna I so wanna pick the Browns. I don't see how the Ravens receivers are gonna get away from that Browns secondary. I'm a big Joe Hayden guy. I Pat Kruger knowing the little secrets in and out. You know what's I, I I can't. Can I switch it? No, I can't. I already picked the Ravens. Nope, I can't switch it. I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns. Upset. Lock of the week.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) This is not the same thing at all. (laughs) All right, well, I mean, I'm going to kind of agree with you, but not go insane. Uh, I I am a Joe Hayden guy, um, and I do think the receivers are going to struggle against the Browns' defense, but I think it doesn't matter because Ray Rice, that's why. So i got to take the Ravens in this one. Uh, next up we got Cowboys at Chiefs. Oh, God.
0: Uh I got the Chiefs in this one. I mean it's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Daniel might pick the same thing. Like he, he might like actually pick the Cowboys, but I know he knows that the Chiefs will win this game.
1: For all us real Cowboy fans out here, this is the inner, this is the uh stadium where Miles Austin became Miles Austin. Well, back to it for you. you had like two hundred yards and a game winning overtime catch against the Chiefs and kinda Cemented his legacy as a cowboy. Too bad he's done absolutely nothing since. But <laughs> I'm going to pick the Cowboys with my heart. But this is a game where just the Cowboys fall apart on the road, hostile stadium. Andy Reid's been coaching against us for like 15 years. He owned the Dallas. He owned Dallas when he was in Philly. So this is strictly a a uh, fandom pick. So Dallas, yes.
2: Uh, I'm I'm actually gonna take Dallas too in this one. Uh, I just think, <laughs> I just think they're gonna. Look, <laughs> wow, I think they're gonna look better than they did in Week One, and I think that they are gonna play pretty well against the Chiefs. Um, I do think, side note, that uh, Alex Smith might have an alright game here, but I still think I still think the Cowboys will pull this one out, so I gotta take them. He dinked and
1: dunk against Jacksonville. I was so disappointed. Well, this is my fantasy team. For me. <laughs> 175 yards, like on 20 completions.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not oh. looking that great as a sleeper anymore, like everybody thought. Oh, yeah. All right, another. so uh next up we have my favorite game of the week, the Redskins at the Packers. Uh,
0: <clears throat> Again, another one that's pretty obvious, I think, but
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Redskins.
1: Yeah, I'm going Redskins just because I don't like you, Drew oh and, come
0: on
1: yeah uh and i don't like the redskins as a cowboy fan so i'm completely torn here but i would love to hear you on the podcast next week oh into and, and defend on capers the entire going 13 and 3
2: <laughs> if hey no i i already said that i will reevaluate my 13 and 3 after like week five but um if the defense looks bad against the Redskins, I I will have to stop defending Dom Capers. I will freely admit that. Like yes, I am in love with the Packers, but I will admit when they do things wrong or when they don't fire coaches that they should have fired or things like that. Um, except when I complain about Ted Thompson, because always like five weeks after whatever move he made that makes me throw a fit, I understand why he did it and suddenly it like it makes sense. That man's just a genius. I, but
1: yeah, he's a great he's a great GM. Yeah. There's there's talent in the Packers, but whatever. I I still
2: believe that in like three weeks I'm gonna realize why they cut Vince Young. Like Seneca Wallace is gonna come in like in relief of Aaron Rodgers and just throw like 15 touchdowns in one game, and I'll be like, <laughs> okay, Ted Thompson, it's all right.
1: Dear Green Bay, if Seneca Wallace hits the field this year, you are going five and eleven. Just let's let the world know that. Yeah. Seneca Wallace is horrible.
2: Yeah. No, I completely agree. Uh, yeah, Seneca Wallace leading the Packers is a nightmare. But uh, uh getting back on topic here, uh, I'm gonna take the Packers over the Redskins because I too think. Uh, they're gonna bounce back.
1: Lock of the week. week. Uh,
2: well, I don't know if I'm that confident. I guess it kind of really depends t- uh, on how RG3 plays. Uh, because like I said, RG3. I, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, like I said, I really don't think the Packers' defense is that bad. Uh, they're gonna shut down Alfred Morris and um, uh, hmm. what, what was his name? Royster. Evan Royster. Is that it?
1: I don't know. I don't that's don't that's don't who was backing
2: up uh, Morris this last week, anyway. Um, <laughs> so I think the, he got a decent number of carries. That's the only reason I mentioned. I think they're going to shut them down and just make RG three uh, kind of prove himself, which scares me because I think that RG three is still RG three and he is the yeah. himself. But I'm still taking the, packs, the pack in this one. Yeah, RG three. Okay.
0: RG3 might rush for 200 yards and pass for 400 in this game. Okay,
2: that's not happening. He's not. Nice. Okay, Ian, you, you want to make a bet here on, uh, over under 100 yards rushing for, uh, RG3? Yes. You're taking, you're taking the over on that?
0: Yeah, he'll go over 100 yards. Easy.
2: Alright, alright, well,
0: well. Easy, dude. He might double. He, he will rush for two hundred yards. I mean, we're not betting on that. But he will.
2: <laughs> All right. Um. I don't know what we'll do. Uh. To the loser, I, but there's gotta I'll be something. Bet you We've got a thousand dollars. Okay. You know I don't have a thousand dollars.
0: Okay. I'll bet you. I'll bet you five bucks. i got. A, that's like.
2: Payfall. That's like half my money right now. I've. I've seriously got thirteen dollars in my bank account.
1: So Jesus. half would be six. Half would be six fifty.
2: I said it's like half. <laughs>
0: I'll bet you thirteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean I wasn't thinking we would bet money on this. I was thinking there would be uh-huh. something embarrassing one of us would have to do, but uh. all
0: right, if you if you lose you have to change your uh your your profile picture on Facebook to Indomin Sue. And if I lose I have oh,
1: to what? change it to that mongoloid uh AJ Hawk. <laughs> no, no 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 it has to be Indomican Sue stomping on the Packers Center.
2: Oh, yes. you're going to make me I – mean, yeah, no, that's... no, come on. <sighs> Are you not getting 100 yards, Drew? All right, no, I'll tell you what. I'll take that bet, but change it to uh cover photo instead of profile just because it's bigger, more noticeable. Wait, why would you do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it be a cover photo. Who the, who the fuck goes someone's like, oh, is a cover photo. All, no. all
0: right, fine, all right, fine. It's got a profile picture because everybody sees the profile picture. Yeah, yeah. all right, fine. I will okay. do that. I will do that, okay. and
2: I will make sure to uh, also post the picture to uh, the Sports Ids Facebook page and tweet it out. You can follow us on Twitter at the Sports Id, and we are also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Sports Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to the Titans at Texans. That was professional. Wow.
0: I got the. Uh, uh, this is my upset of the week. I'm going with the Titans in this one.
1: Oh. Yeah, Jake Locker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... The Titans will be shut out offensively. They won't score a point on offense. So, I'm going Texans, obviously.
2: Okay, well, you thought the Bills were only going to score three last week. So, I'm not going to believe you there, but... Who went 11-5 and five last week? But I do think that the Texans oh, are yeah. going to win this one. There's just too much talent on that Texans team. And yeah. The Steelers made the Titans look way too good. They... They're just bad. Uh, Dolphins at Colts.
0: Um, let's, I got the I got the Colts in this one. Andrew Luck
1: is gonna embarrass the Miami Dolphins' horrible defense. I call this the nightcore game because it's like one of those games that can be like thirteen ten, and I'm like have to shake myself to wake up and finish it off. I'm going Dolphins though. I think the defense is pretty stout, uh, but yeah, I'm going Dolphins all the way.
2: I gotta disagree with you there, Daniel. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh pretty much the same thing Ian said. I don't think the Dolphins defense is that bad, but I think Andrew Luck is good and I think they'll they'll just make this happen. It's not gonna be that hard to roll over the Dolphins. Uh next up we've got the last of the Sunday games. Uh the Chargers at the Eagles. D- did you mean the uh, Sunday at one
1: o'clock Because
2: there's oh, other shit. Yeah, the I'm sorry, yeah, the the afternoon the
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In your face. <laughs>
2: Oh, Drew misspoke. Know. Let's all jump on his dick.
1: It won't make this won't make the this will be cut out. It'll be cut out. It just no. go straight to us doing something else. Nope. I'll leave yeah, it Yeah, right. I'll leave like, it in. Talking about how great Drew is. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: oh, like, Why say that?
1: Okay, it's on you, bro. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, I got
0: I, I got Chip Kelly and the Eagles in this one over the Norv Turner
1: Chargers because the I Chargers Chargers are crap. North North Turner's not there anymore. It's not. Uh, he I mean, that's how much I give a shit about the Chargers. <laughs> I don't even know who their coaches. It's like Mike McCoy, just in case someone's like, These guys don't know football. <laughs> is he related to LaShawn McCoy? Yes. Huh. Um Yeah, this is Eagles. Um uh, this is <laughs> Eagles all the way. Like this may be. I'm saying forty five ten.
2: Yeah, this is definitely the Eagles' game to lose. They are just going to roll through. Their defense doesn't even have to be that great to stop Philip Rivers. And, I mean, Ryan Matthews, really? Yeah, the Eagles are just going to run away with this one. They're going to they're going to gas the Chargers' defense just like they did to the Redskins, and they're just going to roll through this game. Is Matty Gio playing? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's still out. Neither
1: is his girlfriend. Oh. oh too soon, Daniel.
2: You can't too soon yourself, Daniel.
1: <laughs> Yellow 360 spag. <spike. laughs>
2: You can't steal my <laughs> shit either that I stole from one of my friends. All right. Uh, next up, we've got uh, the undefeated Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. Ah, uh,
0: this <laughs> Um, this is, this is uh, my lock of the week. And lock, lock of the week. 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 Thank you, Daniel. Uh, right. The lock of the week brought to you by Gatorade. And Daniel. Uh, this is... And Daniel. And, uh... I'm the Lions, I think, will you know, I think this game is gonna be a lot closer than a lot of Lions fans think. They're riding on a high right now and while the Arizona Cardinals don't have a very good quarterback either, hey, I feel hey, like
2: hey, hey, Carson I feel,
0: like, I feel like their offense is much better than the Vikings, so I feel this is this game's probably gonna be, you know, probably thirty to thirty
1: three. I would say, like, I, I feel like it's going to be a close game, but the Lions will pull it out. Uh, this is Lions. Uh, I think Lions will win this one big. I, maybe I'm a little, I'm like Detroit fans, kind of high of what they did last week, but I think they're just going to double team Larry Fitzgerald and say Richard Mendenhall, Malcolm Floyd, and Carson Palmer circa 2013 try to beat us because this, is, this isn't 2005 and he's not throwing the chatter to Chad or Josinko. So, uh this is, I, I think the card was horrible. They're, maybe, they're the worst team in the NFC, so the Lions win, win big.
2: What is Andre Roberts, chopped liver? Forget about him. He had a pretty good uh, game last week. But, I mean, I'm going to take the Lions in this one, too. Yes, he is chopped liver. they're, they're <laughs> offense... <laughs> Their offense is still just too scary for me. I mean, we talked for twenty minutes about it, but yeah. I'm gonna take the lines in this one. But I just I have to for posterity's sake, I do not think Carson Palmer is a terrible quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's a very serviceable middle of the pack uh quarterback. Uh next up we got uh the Saints at the Buccaneers.
0: Um, this is I picked the Buccaneers in this one. I don't know why
1: really, but I'm sticking to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the sort of in-depth analysis you can only get from Ian here at the Sports Desk.
1: I don't know why, but I'm sticking to. Uh. Wow. Uh I'm going Saints in this one. Uh I just don't, I think the I think Josh Freeman is trash. Oh. Uh yeah. Oh, that's harsh, bro. Yeah, he's trash. He's like you know, litter. He's litter. Uh they a I mean they were he was horrible against the Jets. Uh I think Doug Martin's a little bit of a flash in the pan last season. He dropped that 50 burger in fantasy, and people lost their minds. I'm not sure he's like a franchise running back. I think he's going to get a little exposed this year. I think I talked about that in the first podcast. Uh, I don't think the Saints defense is anything to write home about, but you know they did a pretty good job against the Falcons, and they have a lot more weapons against than uh to use in the uh, Bucks. So I'm going Saints here. Uh, Tampa Bay's the second worst team in the NFC.
2: Uh, I'm gonna take the Saints in this one too, but again, I have to kinda defend Josh Freeman here. I think, I think he's, he's probably already had his best season, but I still don't think he's that bad. I don't think he's, he's like Ryan Tannehill bad or anything. He's... I'd take Ryan Tannehill
1: over Josh Freeman right now.
2: You're insane.
1: We'll say this, Josh Freeman will not be starting my week five.
2: Wow. I... Lock of the week! Week! <laughs> week! <laughs> brought to you by imaginary Gatorade sponsor and Daniel. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm taking the Saints in that one over the Bucks too. Uh next up we got the Broncos at the Giants.
0: Uh I feel like Eli Manning's going to come into this one looking to prove something to his older brother and then I'm his so older brother that No, listen, I'm not done. And his his Older brother is gonna beat him close to death with a lawn chair. Well, figuratively.
2: No more shovel. The
0: Bronco- no, the, he's had enough of the shovel. <laughs> <And> the Broncos <laughs> will take this one big. It, the
1: Broncos will win this one like fifty to two. It's gonna be nuts. Well, mean, uh, this is a dangerous game. We all know the Giants play well when everyone's picking against them. Uh, but I I don't have the heart to pick against the Broncos, but. I was not confident making this pick. If there was a spread, I'm sure there is, I would take uh the Eagles. I mean the Eagles, the Giants to cover the spread. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take wow. the Giants to cover the spread. I mean, as a little. it was a little disheartening to see like Pierre Paul and Tuck basically like, you know, get a sack of pieces they have maybe last week, they're like like celebrating like he dropped back 50 times and you got him twice. Good job, you know? So the pass the pass rush is pretty trash, but I don't think the Broncos' defense is going to be much better either. I mean, we looked at the, if you look at that Raven game, the if, Dallas-Clarker hold on to half the balls that came his way. That might have been a different one. So yeah. I think everyone's a little too high on the Broncos, a little too low on the Giants. But I, like I said, I'm going Broncos. But this is going to be a real close game. Uh, 24-21, late field goal.
2: You, you know what else would have made that Ravens game go a little better for the Broncos' defense is if that idiot hadn't dropped the ball on the half-yard line.
1: Which, 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 which idiot?
2: I can't recall his name right now. The, was, game oh, the
1: The linebacker where he
0: was celebrating too early. Oh, yep. that was not the half yard line, dude. That was the two
1: yard line. Yeah, he it was, was two. He was six feet from the end zone and he dropped the ball. Yeah, like that, he didn't even have a good dance. Like I can I can I can accept tomfoolery if I got a good dance at the end. He like just threw it behind him and looked at the crowd. I was like, oh, it's not good. He at least give me like a shoulder shake or a Dion shuffle.
2: All right, so uh, I'm gonna take the Broncos in this one because I I think like their weapons. I mean, without resorting resorting to any uh, backyard wrestling with like lawn chairs, uh, I think Peyton <laughs> and his weapons are just gonna run all over the Giants' defense. Uh, so I just I gotta take the Broncos on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Broncos in every game they have until Peyton Manning looks mortal again. I you just have to. Oh. Yeah, he,
0: they put like some sort of biotics in his neck when they did that surgery. <laughs> He has, like, a, a computer for a brain now. Does he have, like, an
2: electronic capable. targeting system to find Wes right. Welker no matter where he is? Exactly. All right, next up we've got uh, the last of the Sunday afternoon games. Um, nice. Yeah, on-the-fly adjustment there uh, with the Jaguars at the Raiders.
0: All uh, right. Oh, God. I, I think. <laughs> let me clear my throat and Hold on. prepare while, the body for this shit.
2: Well, while you're preparing yourself, just let me step in for one quick second and say I don't even think NFL Red Zone is going to bother covering this game. Oh, there's not going to be any touchdowns.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a battle of 50 yard field goals. Is that what you're saying?
2: Something like that.
0: This is where I disagree with both of you. And I think, uh, well, first of all, Terrell Pryor is going to wipe up the fucking baby tears he was crying in the locker room after the game. And he's gonna he's gonna rush for a touchdown and throw two. Uh but I think oh this God. I think this is the game where Blaine Gabbard finally breaks out and we all start to see why he why he's an American hero. And uh Wait,
2: he's an American hero?
0: Uh apparently that's what Jacksonville fans think. He's
2: I don't think even Jacksonville fans are that delusional. I'm sure they know they have a terrible quarterback.
0: Uh, No, Uh, Blaine (laughs) Gabbert, not a terrible quarterback, and uh, yeah, I'm defending him as a Lions fan. I know what it's like to have a terrible quarterback.
2: Joey Harrington.
0: Blaine
1: Gabbert is the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, the worst starter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, worst starter. Worst starter.
2: Uh, I don't know, man. I mean... I forgot about Ponder because I try actively to never think about Christian Ponder, but that actually might be a competition there. They should have like a reverse skills competition between those two.
0: Who can miss the most targets? Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I think uh, I think uh, Blaine Gabbert's gonna have a big game. I think that MJD is just gonna run all over the Oakland uh, Raiders D, and this is this is gonna go. It's gonna be 28 twenty-eight,
1: twenty-one, uh, Jacksonville. If they played 28 times, it wouldn't be 28-21, a cumulative score. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, uh, Raiders by default, 6-3, next, I mean, go ahead, Joe. There's way too much analysis on Raiders Jaguars.
2: I mean, I mean, this game I'm really going back and forth on, just because like, oh, God. only, only because like, who can lose this game first? They're like, both, just flip a coin. They're both just terrible flip teams. A All right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Raiders and I'm gonna take a flyer on Terrell Pryor because I don't know that he's a terrible quarterback, whereas I do know that Blaine Gabbard is. <laughs> All right, so we got the Sunday night game, the Niners at Seahawks. This is actually one that's oh, gonna be worth yeah. watching and talking about. Yeah,
1: this is gonna be
0: exciting. Um, I I just switched my pick. Uh, I had the 49ers, but I switched it to the Seahawks. I think. You know, both. This, I honestly think that this game will be probably what you were just talking about with the last game. It's going to be six to three. Both of these defenses are intense, dude. They're mm-hmm. awesome, and but uh, both offenses. These are the, these are the two best teams in the NFC. I think these they have to be best all around teams. Two of the best
1: three in the NFL, if you ask
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. Both of these teams are nuts. Um, I'm gonna switch my pick again. Actually, see, this is what this game is to me. Like, I'm doing I the same no thing in this game. I'm do doing the same thing, think right are gonna win. Uh, strictly based on the fact that I think uh, Colin Kaepernick is better than Russell Wilson, not by much, but he's a little bit better.
1: I'm going uh Seattle. Uh, like you said, the only reason I'm going to Seattle one reason, one reason. All oh, this game's in Seattle. And they generally do not lose at home. Last year they smacked the Niners 41-14 in their own building in a late-season game that still meant something for both teams. Uh I'm a Kaepernick guy, man. I mean, I'm not trying to jump out the window, but there hasn't been a better quarterback since he's came in, since he took over the starting role in the league. No one's played better than him. Uh He's in everything they asked him to. He's read option, drop back pass, two-minute offense under center, in the shotgun. I just think, like the great Niner quarterbacks before him, he's got tons of talent around him. He's going to use it to the best of his ability, but this is not the game for him. Uh, I think Seattle's 12th man, that crowd, that noise, it's going to confuse him. And uh, I see it's a 17-6 game uh, Seattle.
0: So do you think that uh, this will be Kaepernick's worst
1: game since he started for the 49ers? Uh, yeah, since the Seattle game last year, like he had problems here last year. I just think it's such a tough, it's a tough building for, for veterans to play in. I mean, Seattle every year is like 7-1, 8-0 at home. Even when they're like bad, bad teams, they still find a way to win five games at home. That is the, uh, uh, the best home field advantage in the NFL. And it doesn't get talked about because Seattle usually, is Seattle. So, but that was a pretty good, I think I, but like you guys said, this is the game. Other week, if I sit down and watch another game besides Dallas, Kansas City, this will be it. I'm 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 pumped up.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely watching this game. Um, I mean, the same as you know, I've been going back and forth on this game like the entire time we've been recording. I just, I believe in Kaepernick, and I think he's better than Russell Wilson. But the Seahawks defense, that Seahawks, the way they play at home, I just. I, I don't know, but I think I think I just I gotta go with the 49ers here. Again, don't really know why they're both two great teams. <laughs> I gotta watch this game to find out. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I really do hope that uh, considering what Anquan Bolden did last week to the Packers, uh, I hope Brandon Browner gets the double underhook takedown on him uh, Ooh. the way he did to Greg Jennings last year in that <laughs> that infamous game. <laughs> yeah. Did Did you see that, Daniel? Ian and I have talked about this. Are so you talking remember. about like
1: the the mankind double arm DDT Oh, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I saw
2: he, that. He said something to Jennings. Jennings <laughs> said something back. Gave him a little shove, and Brennan Browner showed him why you don't. And he <laughs> he took him down hard. And Jennings was just like sissy fight slapping him. And at the time, <laughs> at the time, it made me so mad because Packers fan Jennings not a huge fan of him, but he's still a Packer, and made me so <laughs> mad. And now that Jennings is a Viking, I'm like, fuck. Brandon Browner might be my favorite defensive back now. <laughs>
1: Dude, Brandon Browner is like six four, two ten. 210. he's you a, know, like he is a monster. That, that at corner, you know what I mean? Like that's almost like yeah, that's like Randy Moss height. You know, that's like with like with a with a bigger build playing corner. And Greg Jennings is like five eight, buck seventy. He's, Even though like you know sometimes short guys can win fights, but that's not the guy.
2: Yeah, no. Okay,
0: real quick here, um, Pete Carroll, he's been a coach in the NFL before, and then he jumped back down to college and coached USC. Can you imagine how he's feeling right now? Like, he came into the perfect situation in Seattle, and now he's looking like a goddamn genius. <laughs> as a
1: coach. I just hey, wanted
0: to throw that out there.
1: Man, Pete Carroll, that dude can spot talent in, uh, you know, West Tahiti Village. Somewhere I don't even know where the hell West Tahiti is. That dude. I think
2: it's can, west of Tahiti. Oh, okay.
1: Pete <laughs> um, <laughs> Carroll knows football players. I don't know about his schemes over the years, but I think now he's more of like a, 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 a figurehead who kind of dabbles in the defensive side of the ball. But I mean, Bruce Irving, uh, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas, you know, uh, what's the other guy? The, Richard Sherman. And they, they have they have hit on all their draft picks lately, and you know Pete Carroll has a lot to do with that. So
2: who, is, getting who his is the GM over there?
1: It was a uh, John Isdick, something like that. What? Uh, when, <laughs> I was waiting for so Ian. <laughs> I think it's Isdick. I D Zick, but Isdick sounds better. He's John Isdick. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, the reason I he's, ask is uh, I... I was he's in the
1: Jets now, though, that guy. He's oh, wow, well, that's
2: that's awesome for the Jets. Because uh, I was just curious, who made the move to bring Flynn over there, Matt Flynn over there from the Packers, and then not use him? Fuck him over. Yeah. <laughs> they signed hey, him with well, yeah, a starting quarterback contract and then didn't use him and traded him away. Matt,
0: Matt Flynn can suck a hot fart out of my ass. I,
2: I just wow. like that. <laughs> I think he's a better quarterback than Blaine Gabbert, but I'm not sure how much more I can talk him up without seeing him play well, he, But
0: He, he yeah, should have fucking not. signed with the Jaguars then. Yeah. Like, they got Chad Henney and Blaine Gabbert, and then probably some other fucking guy that they pulled from, like, southeast Italy
2: or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> playing in the Italian got... basketball league.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, Flynn's been a little unlucky. I mean, he's playing behind Aaron Rodgers. You know, then he gets beat out by, like, Russell Wilson, the spectacular <laughs> rookie. Yeah, and then now his like confidence is shot, and he's getting beat out by Terrell Pryor, which you two yeah. are high on. I'm
2: not. No, no, no. Let me let me correct you there. Uh, I'm high on him for who he's played against so far, like the Jaguars, really. But no, I I think he's nothing. He's he's not Ooh. going anywhere. He'll be out of the league in three four years tops. Yeah, that's
0: harsh, man. But he's
2: whatever. rebuttal. So. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the guy who oh, I picked him, but I don't know why. <laughs> All right, so uh, so next up we got the last game. Uh, we've got the Steelers at the Bengals. Uh, uh,
0: I got the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh took a huge dump last week against <laughs> one of the worst teams in the league, the Titans. And I think I think is done. Uh, he's <laughs> toast. Uh, you know, Lovey Smith, or whoever's uh, coaching right now oh, over... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <Smith>. Wow. <laughs> What's
1: well, this Mike Tomlin. He's a different person. Two That's different not people. even a hard name to remember. Did you, just get,
2: did you just get two completely <laughs> different black guys confused?
1: Yeah. yeah it what? happens all it's the like time. It right. was like 60, and the other one's was like 40. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <God>. Wow. <laughs> anyway, since he's taken this game. I'm going... I, I'm being stubborn Marvin. here. No, make make your joke. Go ahead. No, uh, I was saying Marvin Lewis. <laughs> uh I'm going uh this here just being prideful because I picked them to make the playoffs as like my underdog sleeper team. I don't think the I don't think they're done yet. They look horrible as hell last week. i you know, I, Big Ben's got two titles. He's been on the road against Cincinnati. That's not a it's not a place you can't win at. So I think Steelers will, find, will figure a way to pull it out, but they're kinda of like Carolina boat. If they don't pull it out, man, it's gonna be it's smell like three and thirteen around there. Uh
2: I mean I think the Steelers are just not gonna make it this year. They they had what, three injuries in the last game and one of them was their, their center who's pretty good, Maurice Pouncey. Um I just, I don't think they can pull it off, and I'm not even mad that Ian keeps calling Roethlisberger rapeless burger, uh, because I think when when you've been accused, what is it, three times of, like, raping chicks in... Twice. I'm sorry. I, oh, because was... that's so wow. much better.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm not, hold on. I'm not saying rape less burger. I'm saying <laughs> rapist burger. Okay,
2: well, that's, no, that's, yeah, completely acceptable to me, because I think when you've been accused that many times, it's not just for shits and giggles, and he's probably a shady dude. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm taking the the Bengals in this one, and I feel better about it than I thought I would. I think the Bengals, AJ Green, Andy Dalton, just gonna light up the Steelers. Dude,
0: Rapist Burger is married to a chick uh, from like where I went to high school, I think. What? Like she's married. He's married to somebody from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm looking this up if I can spell Roethlisberger.
0: It just spell Raepesberger. I don't Did you mean Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, by the way, I'm a, on the ESPN here. The uh, Steelers and Bengals are a pick'em, and I got it seventeen twenty. Uh, Bengals. Just throwing that out there. Uh, should I do the plugs right now? Yeah, does that be good? Well, I open this up. All right. Uh, uh, up. Well, like Drew said, Drew iterated on it earlier, but you guys can follow us on Twitter. And Drew, what's the Twitter handle, real quick? I don't know it.
2: Really, it's at the Sports Id. There you go. So follow us
0: on Twitter and uh, follow Daniel on Twitter. NBA Insomniac, one word.
2: He's what got,
1: some,
0: yeah, he's got some good shit that he's been posting on our uh, on our blog here, and he's one of our uh, exclusive writers. So <clears throat> look for him. He's doing an NBA preview thing coming up here pretty quick. Uh, you can follow us, our uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, we've been getting a lot of likes lately, but mainly because I've been spending all my hard-earned cash on ads. So, uh, shout out to all the people who have liked us through those ads, you know, give us some feedback, leave some comments on our articles. We love that shit. We love to hear what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. You know, if you like it, if you don't let us know, uh, yeah, Facebook is, uh, facebook.com slash the sports id, uh, like us on there. We're really easy to contact. You know, we we uh, I'm Ian dot Sportsid at Gmail dot com. We also have a Sportsid, the Sportsid at Gmail dot com email. Um, so if you if you want to contact any of us, you know, it's it's really easy to do so. I mean, all of us are moderators on the Facebook page, so we check that constantly, and uh, we all get updates for it. So yeah, if you. I mean, just let us know what you guys like, what you don't like, what you want to hear about, what you don't want to hear about. There is also
2: uh, on the Sports Id website, the sportsid.blogspot.com, which hopefully will have its own domain soon. Um, There is also, you can write to us there, just on the right side, scroll down a little bit, and there's a heading that says, write to us, You can put in your name, your email, and the message, and we'll get it.
0: Yeah. Also, Drew has his phone number, on the Sports Ed Facebook page. So, yeah, feel free to call him, text him, oh, any office of day or not. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <you> dude. <do. laughs>
2: oh, man. Oh, also, you were wrong about the wife. She went to Laurel High School. I don't know where that is, but it's not in the UP, I don't think.
0: And it's in Michigan, or maybe maybe it's Wisconsin. It's probably Wisconsin. <laughs> Only a person from Wisconsin could could drive such a nice guy as Rapist Burger to rape.
1: Wow. That is getting edited.
2: You are Ow. blaming your wife <laughs> for that?
1: <laughs> that no. is kidding that is so that has to be edited out that has to be edited out edited? Hey, edited it? it, it, it. yeah you
0: gotta, keep it in, dude. you gotta keep that in cause we haven't even wrapped up the podcast yet there hasn't been a moment of silence <laughs> 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 uh, right, so, yeah um, anybody else got anything else they wanna wanna input
1: here? nah no, I man I think you covered it all I just wanna thank everyone for listening You know, who's taking the time to download or stream it? You know, we really appreciate it. We work really hard, and it's good to know we're being appreciated somehow. How many times can I say appreciate it in the next two sentences? Just keep saying
0: it. I like the sound of it. It rolls right off the tongue.
2: rolls right off your tongue. All right, so before but, we close yeah. up here, I, I just do want to say uh, regarding this podcast, I know it's a little difficult to uh, to get and to listen to right now. I mean, it's not really that difficult. You just go to the website and listen or download, but it could be easier. Uh, so what I'm working on doing is uh, I'm going to get an RSS feed so that you guys can just subscribe to it. If you don't have iTunes, you can just subscribe to it like I do on my phone. There's tons of apps where you can subscribe to podcasts using only the RSS feed address. Uh, and then we're also going to get on iTunes real t- soon, too. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook because we'll let you know when stuff's rolling. Uh, and and like Ian said, please, you know, feedback. We we want to hear Tell us the teams you want us to talk about so we don't talk about the Lions for 20 minutes. We want to know what <laughs> you guys want to hear so we can give you what you want to hear.
0: Yeah, feedback is definitely key, you guys. Like, it's... Like, I I received compliments today on how well the last podcast went. And, you know, people were asking about a donation box, and we'll never do that. This will always be a free podcast. As long as I have a well-paying job, (laughs) this will be a free podcast, so you guys don't ever have to worry about paying. But, I mean, honestly, like, Drew and Danny both said it, like, feedback is key. Just let us know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. I mean, hopefully everything that we're doing is right. And hopefully you guys like my offensive jokes, because I really want to keep doing that shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you're going to have to make sure that they're not so offensive that we have to cut them before they even get (laughs) to the audience, like we did last week. For you, you, like, super fans out there, which I'm sure we don't have any yet, but if you really want to challenge, go back and listen to last week and see if you can tell where I cut out the jokes. I think there's three (laughs) cuts. And if you can find them and, like, email the timestamp to, like, the sportsid at gmail.com or just comment on our Facebook page, I will find something. I will, like, find a T-shirt or something. I will make something to send you as a prize, okay? So there's our first Sports Id prize, find Ian's offensive Head jokes. <laughs>
0: like, we should, we have to get it. If there are any uh, graphic designers out there, we need
2: a header. Oh, like, yeah. really bad. Yeah, we need uh, we need some shit.
0: Once we find a header and we start getting a little more uh, a few more fans under our belt, I would be more than happy to start making t-shirts and just not not like selling them, but like giving them out as prizes if yeah, people write exactly. in. It, that would be a lot of fun. Um so, you know. All right, well this is the Sportsed podcast. Uh, I'm
1: Ian. I'm Daniel. And I'm Drew. Catch y'all on the flip side.